have spent your life among the dead, piecing together their final moments. You're good at this because you, like them, are also dead. Dead. On the inside. You identify more with a whole corpse than you do with a living human. I believe you want to join your true family. Indeed, your only family in death. Hello and welcome to another episode of Scare Producing, the horror podcast that is serious about series. I'm Callum McNabb. I'm Gisela Martinez. And we are here to carry on with our Saw mini-series, Saw franchise, whatever you want to call it, as we run through the films of the Saw series. I feel like I'm, I'm definitely duplicating myself. We're doing what? Saw 3. This is <laughs> Saw 3. This is the third episode. It's Saw 3. But... I do want to say as well, this episode is dropping early in the week. We're recording on Sunday the 28th. It is Golden Globes Day. Yes. Finally. So congratulations to... Nomadland. And... The Rat's subsequent movie film. I'll put that in after. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like a lot of horror podcasts and fans and stuff don't really like awards season and awards chat and all that stuff but because there's you, no horror things but we kind of do even oh, wait, even, even if yeah exactly even if no, horror is not there because horror is rarely ever there you know we've got friends in mexico and america we talk about it all the time we yeah we have this group that every year we do a how you call that like um like a predictions list. Prediction list, yes. Yeah. And then we just like, oh, well, let's see who's winning this year. I won the first two years, right? What? Yes. Oh what? my god, no! You are you are lying right now. <laughs> okay, oh right, maybe so the All Stars. So no, I, I can't believe I cannot believe you think this. Oh my god. So it started as just me and you. Uh-huh. Do you remember that years ago? Yes. And I would always win, mm-hmm. and then you tied a couple of times with me. Then we brought in, I think, uh, Fernando was the first to come in. Mm-hmm. And he won in his first year. Yes. Then I think we brought Odette in, and she won in her first year. Mm-hmm. And I remember like saying, like, oh, it's just beginner's luck. Then it was Moonlight La La Land year. And what I won that year. Uh-huh. And I think that's the last time I've won. When I won? And then you won a couple of years later. Like, you were, like, super late into the win. But you have won. Okay. But not all the time. I think Odette I wins more. I didn't say all the time. I said twice. Okay. I think Odette wins more often than not. I know. So we'll see if she's won this year because it's tom- it's tonight. And let's uh, see because she said that she's not that excited about this and she hasn't watched a lot of But I mean the stuff. same with me. Like I have. You seen... have most like of out of all of us. I think you are the one that I have seen the, the most. most films. Yeah. Probably, but it's, it's the Golden Globes. I always fuck up in the TV section. That's the why I have no idea. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, and we just like the crown, the crown. The so crown. And, and I'm the only one. That and you against the crown. the crown, so you're like. I mean, nah. I think the crown's going to pick up a few. But anyway, that, anyway, that's not the point. I'm just saying. It's that season. We're excited for it. Even if we're a horror podcast, we do like that stuff as well. So anyone who wants to chat uh, Oscars and Gold Globes and stuff with us, comment and whatever, we will join in. But what I wanted to say is the film we're talking about today would never get nominated. Ever. No. For Oscars and stuff. Too trashy. But but good. I think you could make a case for a film like this being nominated in like Best makeup. makeup okay, yeah, and makeup. Visual Effects. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I looked into it. This film came out in 2006, which would have been the 79th Academy Awards, mm-hmm. right? Best Makeup and Best Visual Effects, two different categories. They only had three nominations mm-hmm. that year. So I was like, that's weird. You could have easily fit Saw 3 in okay. to make up 
four or five. Now, it was tradition for both those categories to only have three nominees Mm -hmm. instead of five. Until very recently, they've changed it now. But even in that case, there were exceptions. Like 1999 had four Best Makeup nominees. Doesn't matter what they were, right? But just they made an exception for 1999. So could they have made an exception for 2006? Like who were the nominees? For I don't even know. Ah. Uh, I, well, I can get it for you. No, I don't care. That's no, fine. Don't care. I, th- I thought because you were looking at the computer, like, oh, he's having to hear, he's building up this. And no, but I just, my point is, like, this is a film where a man's body is completely, and his limbs, they're all turned in completely different directions. I, di- I didn't watch that, so I it can't say It doesn't matter if you watched it or not. That does happen. <laughs> I think that's a great visual effect. Oh it's gross. God. But it's great, and I think you could make an exception for for that. Mm. Um, just, I know this is a little bit of context for anyone who's listening and a little bit of backstory, but there will be spoilers just dotted throughout this episode, so if you haven't seen Saw 3, I recommend you don't listen to this episode until you've seen it. Or don't watch it. Because we kind of just drop spoilers at any point. We kind of, like, non-spoiler talk ends up saying the twist or whatever. That has happened before, <laughs> so mm. um, just a warning. So, uh, I looked into Saw 3 and kind of did a bit of backstory, whatever, and I found out that this film contains Tobin Bell, who plays Jigsaw. This contains one of his favourite traps. Mm-hmm. Can you figure out what it is? So, so he You sing- told me. But no, I, I didn't. I found this out today. Oh, I see. So he, me. in promotion for Jigsaw, which is the eighth film, they asked him what his favourite traps were in the series mm-hmm. to date, and he gave three. Saw 1, the twist ending. Mm-hmm. Saw 2, the needle pit. Was that? The needle pit from Saw 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gave a... And the, uh, the third pick that he made was from this film. Can you I guess don't know, which one No, is? I can't. Because it, I didn't watch them. It was the pig vat. I was about to say that, but it was like, uh, disgusting. So, um, and also, speaking of Tobin Bell, I just... I listened... I've listened... Because I listened to our episodes. Sorry, I've got an ego about it. I want to make sure that they sound good and stuff. Uh, we haven't mentioned Tobin Bell in either of our previous episodes. So Who's Tobin that? Bell... He plays Jigsaw. Oh. He's Ella, he's Ella <laughs> is terrible with names. <laughs> Gisela will describe a film to me and I'll be like, what are you talking about? And she'll be like, we watched it like three weeks ago. And I'm like, describe it then. And she's like, it's about the guy and the guy doesn't. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> it's about the guy Just with, the, with the blue cap and then with the girl that has long hair, you know, the blonde one, but the, with not, not the, the the dirty blonde, the other blonde. <laughs> yes, that's how I describe movies. So Tobin Bell is Jigsaw. And I feel like we're three episodes in, we should kind of mention his performance because I think you could make a case that he is probably the most recent horror icon in mainstream cinema. I've came up with two challengers to that. Not better, but more recent than Jigsaw. So 2004 is the first time he appears on screen. Mm-hmm. So since 2004, you know, you're talking Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason. Yes. Ah, okay. <laughs> he, to me... Is Jigsaw. He is the old version of the guy that just died. The guy that just died? <laughs> What, who are you talking about? Um, See what I Alfred, mean, Alfred, I think it was. Alfred, who? Alf, what are you from talking Batman. about? From Batman. From what? Batman. Is Alfred it, from Batman. The guy is English. I think he died recently. The one that's in Knives Out? Knives Out. Yes. Plummer, yes. right? He's Canadian. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> he never played Alfred. Oh, sorry. I'm confusing with someone else. Anyway. <laughs> well, See what I mean? Well... I just think this soul guy is the pirate version of that. The nice out. You think he looks like Christopher Plummer? Yes. Right. But he's just. Eh, but that's like, fine. Like, but nobody's gonna he doesn't hire need him. to be. He doesn't need to be. You know, an Oscar winner. No, for I'm his just saying. It's just like 
oh, well, you actually kind of look like the guy, but, uh, you know, and you don't have the relationships and all the connections, but you can do so. Right. Like, that, that's me. Like, that's do all you I can... or do you not think that Jigsaw is an iconic horror character, like Michael Myers or Freddy Krueger or Chucky? Well, the puppet. That's the thing. Just the puppet. Oh, just the puppet. I think the puppet. But the puppet is Jigsaw. I th- I, I've never seen uh, memes of the old guy. I'm about, seen, I haven't memes. seen stickers. I right. haven't seen gifts. That's I'm just saying that, that's for people. Okay. I don't think the old guy is the iconic. Is this the puppet? No, the, I agree that the puppet. And but they're play a game. Right, but who says that? The puppet. The puppet doesn't speak. Well, do you always say, see the puppet? <laughs> yes, I know, but whose voice? It's Jigsaw. Yes, but the puppet uh, but is like his his mask. Uh, yes. yes, essentially. But that's it. Like that. That's iconic. Like you don't have uh, Jason. What's his name? Jason, Jason Burgess. Yes. Uh-huh. As a person, like oh, that's iconic. No, he's with the mask. Yeah, but it's still that character. I know, but I don't think. I think you're talking about the person. You want to make the person a thing. The person I think is not Jigs- a thing. I think, no, I'm thinking Jigsaw is a horror icon. The puppet. Yes. The puppet is him. Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. But the puppet is the face, is the marketing, is the of, thing. Of course it is. But it's not the marketing for this movie. If you see the poster of this movie, it's him. Oh, and no, it says Legends it. Never Die and it's his face. Mm, well, was the it two- good? It was a big... And the cinema is this movie. Yes, this is the highest grossing internationally. Mm-hmm. All the Saw movies are big because they're made so cheaply. That's why there's nine of them. <laughs> you know, they don't keep making them if they don't make money. Mm-hmm. Um, my two challenges, just if you want to know, were The Babadook and Annabelle. Those were the two challenges I had for more recent horror icons. What are you talking about? I literally just said. But what was the challenge? To... What is the most recent <laughs> horror icon? Ah! I said Jigsaw. So from 2004, is there a horror icon in mainstream ah! cinema since 2004? Oh, and I think maybe the Babadook, but it might not be mainstream enough. And maybe Annabelle. Annabelle is mainstream, but again, Annabelle is just a doll. So whereas Billy the puppet from this movie and these movies is controlled and moves and talks mm-hmm. because of Jigsaw, Annabelle doesn't do anything. She doesn't move. So it's not really, it's not a performance. It's not... But it's still a horror icon. Yeah. But I would say that I would... I would Chucky. Chucky's before this. But what about the new one? Oh, my God. Right. The new Chucky mm-hmm. is not a horror icon. People hated the new Chucky. Okay. You mean, like, the look and design of it and stuff? Yeah. People want the old Chucky back, basically. I liked the new Child's Play film. We did a review of it. But I but I would say Chucky, the character anyway, is before Jigsaw. Okay. So that's just, that's just my take on it. Zella obviously disagrees and thinks just the puppet. Yes, I would say Annabelle just the doll is like. No, I know. I, I would accept Annabelle as a horror icon. And the I don't, Babadook, it. I'm just I, I, I don't could... think. Well, uh, number three maybe, or I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean number three? <laughs> you mentioned three. Yeah, but more... I think the strongest oh is, is Annabelle. I didn't re- name them to rank them. Oh. <laughs> I named them in terms of timeline. How many times did you say the words more recent? So the Babadook comes out after Saw. Oh. So that if the Babadook becomes a horror icon, then it's the newest one. Even if they keep making Saw after the Babadook, the Babadook started after Saw had started. Okay, okay, got it. Anyway, are we going to talk about this movie or not? Right, okay, sorry, we're way off on a tangent. So, how does this film come to be, considering that I have found out that James Wan, Lee Whannell, and Darren Lynn Bozeman, who all had parts to play in Saw and then Darren Lynn Bozeman for Saw 2, they all initially declined to come back. So, how does Saw 3 come to be? 
So I read in an interview that Darlin Bozeman, who is the director of Saw 2 and director of this, he says, and this is a quote, I'm just going to read this quote verbatim. It's from an interview with ComingSoon.net. And the quote says, We hit gold with Saw 2 when we saw the box office numbers and we saw how well it had done. If you just won a lot of money in blackjack in Vegas, do you want to double down? You do that, you end up broke. That was kind of a fear of mine. Here I am as a first-time filmmaker. I had a successful hit. Coming back to any sequel is always dangerous, so I originally turned it down, and I think so did Lee. Greg Hoffman, the producer of the film, passed away last year in December, and then Lee, James Wan, and I all got together and had lunch. We were sitting there, and we were like, you know what? They're going to do Saw 3 with or without us, so let's do it for Greg. So a producer who kind of made this franchise happen passed away just after Saw 2. The creative team behind the first two Saws said, well, they're going to do it without us. So as a tribute to him who helped make this happen, let's do it our way. So that is why Darlin Boseman comes back as director. That is why Lee Whannell comes back as a writer. Even though in the Saw 2 episode I mentioned that Lee Whannell had initially written Saw as a single story, there was no follow-up. Saw 2 ended up being a follow-up that he helped on. And now he's here for a third time. This is all because of like a tribute to a friend. Um, there's also a character named after this guy, Greg Hoffman. The character's called Detective Mark Hoffman. He's only in the background of this film, but yeah, he does come back later on. So that's how we get to Saw 3. That's how it comes to be. Okay. So before we talk the film, Hizella, we haven't been ranking them, but we have been covering how much of the films you were able to stomach and watch. So I listened back. Saw you did 93% was the number we've, we settled on. Yeah. We, we mistakenly said 95% in the last film. But it was 93 for Saw. Okay. 75% for Saw 2 you were able to watch. Saw 3, can you give us your percentage of what you were able to look at on screen? Yeah, I think it was 65. 65%. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So we are down, we are almost down 40% with, you know, five or so movies to go. Yeah, Do I was about to say half of it, but I was actually also listening. So, well, no, actually, I co- I, clo- I covered my ears in some points. At some points, too. Yeah, but yeah, I will say 65%. 65%. Yeah. Okay, so... You even record a video of me cover, like, the full body cover, just like, nope, not yeah. receiving these bad vibes. I, I actually said to you before we started, I thought there was going to be a trap you were going to just walk out of the room on. Yeah. I, so, for anyone who's not listened to this podcast before... Scare-traducing, it's about introducing ourselves to films that we had not seen. We were big horror fans, and we realized there's a lot of franchises we hadn't seen, or we hadn't seen in full. And I didn't pick this one. Ah, uh, Hazel did not pick so. I picked Saw. So. That's why I'm not watching the whole thing. <laughs> so what I wanted to say is, had you seen Saw 3 before, this film, had you seen it before? Because you had seen Saw 1 and Saw 2. I did remember that it was about a doctor. Right. Like... But I don't think, I, do you know what? I don't think it's this one, the one I've seen. Spoiler alert. I don't know if this is the next movie. I just remember him at the end of the game or whatever, being carrying the bed or at the start. And you can see out to the building and he's carrying us like, I think he's actually being transported to a hospital or something. Who is being transported to a hospital? The bad guy. Jake Saw. Yeah. His name is not that difficult. Oh. The name of the film is Saw. Anyway. Or in Spanish. Do you remember what it was in Spanish? Eh, juegos. Ay, I forgot. Juegos Macabros. Juegos Macabros. 
which is like well, macabre games, dance yeah, games, macabre whatever. Games, yeah, macabre games. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I don't think I watched this one. You don't think you've seen I this one? I don't think so, but I, I think I've seen some other then. Okay. So maybe the next one. Maybe I am excited for the next one because I have told you before. I think the ending of Saw Four, which I will not spoil on here, I've seen Saw Four two times, I think, and I think the ending is a classic example of a bunch of people not knowing what to do. I think it is completely unreadable, unintelligible. I don't think it makes any sense, but we'll get to that when we get to it. This is okay. Saw 3. I have seen this one before. Okay. I kind of like this film. So I've loved Saw and Saw 2, and I feel like I should love this one as well, because this is my criticisms of what Saw was. This is doing what I've asked to do. Like fixing it, you mean? So we'll get into it, and I'll explain why... Uh, what I mean. So, okay. Saw 2 opens with Detective Eric Matthews, Marky Mark's brother himself, Donnie Wahlberg, from Saw 2, in the bathroom that we saw him in. Hello! Yes, uh, there was a car horn there, if anyone <laughs> didn't hear it. He's in the bathroom from Saw 1, he get left there at the end of Saw 2, it kind of all ties up together, and he is chained. That's how the film opens. Immediately you were not watching, because do you remember how he gets out? So in Saw 1, the guy cuts off his foot, he goes yeah, to no, do it. I don't know. I realize. discovered my okay. face. He doesn't want to cut off his foot. Instead, he decides oh, to, to break, break it. it. Oh, yes. Uh, which I always mistake for Saw 1. Mm-hmm. Every time it gets to the Saw 1 bit, I'm like, oh, I think he breaks his foot here. But it's like, no, that's Saw 3. That happens. Oh, no, that's like 7.8. What? 7.8? Yes, so many movies. Like, why? <laughs> no need to keep showing his fucking people suffering. But anyway... So, Detective Eric Matthews, he breaks his foot to get out of the shackle that's around his ankle, and he gets out, and then he's crawling, stumbling through the hallways. Uh, Amanda, who put him there, she's still not out of the building. She hears that he's escaped. She's like, oh, shit. They have a fight, and she kills him. She kills him. No, she she thinks she's killed him, or she beats him over, and I think we just cut to black. And then we open with, uh, it's six months later. And the police are still looking for Eric Matthews. He's gone missing. The last they saw of him was him driving off with Jigsaw to get his son. And boom, he's gone missing. And they enter a room. There's a body all blown to bits, guts everywhere. And they think, oh my God, is it him? And they're told, no, we've done the DNA testing. It's not Eric Matthews. What we do know is it's this person. And we found the tape which is the Billy the Puppet, I want to play a game, yeah. explaining the rules. And then we get the classic Saw flashback that shows us the game. Yeah. Now, the game is a man who is chained, like, through his skin, to the floor, to the ceiling. I think one chain goes through his lip. Like, he's chained... I don't know if he's naked. I think he's got something covering his, his, his business. But other than that, no clothes. Uh and there's a bomb next to him, and it's basically told you had privilege throughout your life. You had rich family or whatever, but you've wasted that privilege and spent your whole life basically behind bars, behind in chains. Mm-hmm. So here you are. Rip yourself out of these chains if you want to live. And this is kind of the metaphor that, that Jigsaw's going for, about chains in prison or whatever. Yeah. Unshackle yourself. It's going to take a lot of will and get out of the room before the bomb goes off. Because if the bomb goes off, you a fucked. Yeah. And he does not manage it, of course, because that's why the cops are there. His body's been blown to bits. And they say something interesting. 
Do you remember? No. They say... Oh, yeah. Uh, there was no way for him to escape because something or something on the time or the door was already shut or the something like that. The door was welded shut, which so, meant even if he escaped from the chains, he would not have been able to open the door. So he would have been in the room when the bomb went off regardless. So, yeah. So the police is like, ooh, so this is not how he acts. So, hmm. Exactly. Who's this new person? For the first time, we have a Saw game which is completely unwinnable. Mm -hmm. Uh, As much as I think some of the traps before are pretty fucking unwinnable, this one is. But there's this like a slightly hundred percent you could not do it unless he had like a fucking and like thing to cut through the well, which he did not, and it wasn't enough. So that is oh my god, what's going on? Yeah. And then we cut to a doctor, Dr. Lynn Denlin, and she is abducted from her hospital. Now, I'm not entirely sure how she's abducted, because you think somebody... She's 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 in a fucking hospital. In the hospital, she's about to take a shower, and then someone just like... But you assume that people in the hospital would have seen... But I guess they maybe put her on like a dolly and cover it, so that everyone thinks it's a body. Anyway, she's abducted from her hospital, and she is brought to a bedridden John Kramer. John Kramer being Jigsaw. The old guy. The old guy, according to his name. Christopher Plummer B. And uh, he's dying. He's got brain cancer. We know this. He is a dying man. You look confused. <laughs> Christopher Plummer Did C. die. C. Why C? Because there's another guy then. Who's the Alfred in Batman? Uh, Michael Caine. Yes. Michael Caine does not look like Christopher Plummer. A little bit. So, so it's Christopher Plummer... Then Michael Caine, and then this guy. I would say Michael Caine is a bigger star than Christopher Plummer. Well, one of two, but this is a C. Okay, fine. No B. Old guy B. Wow. Absolute, absolute hatred for Tobin Bell. What did he ever do to you? (laughs) Killing people. (laughs) So he's in the bed. He's got uh, brain cancer. Not breast cancer. He's got brain cancer. (laughs) Hey, men can get breast cancer. Oh, really? Of course. You've got the muscles, don't you? Yeah, but they are not active. But they can still get cancerous cells. Have you heard? Yes. Where? Can men get breast cancer? Are you joking? I didn't know that. <laughs> we'll, I'll prove it to you later, but yes, it can happen. I think it's rare, but it can happen. He's got brain cancer. Okay. And the reason that she's been brought in is to keep him alive because there is another game going on at the same time and he wants to be alive at the end of this game. Yeah. And so the way that they're going to make sure she stays is they, they put a trap, a trap around her neck, which is like shotgun shells all pointing at her head. I know, and I saw that part. If she leaves a certain vicinity, it will go off and blow her head off. If it's connected to his heart monitor, if he dies, Jigsaw, yeah, okay, then it will go off and it will shoot her in the face. Yeah. Right. So she's got to keep him alive while this other game is going on. Mm-hmm. Now, the other game, do you remember what the other game is? Yeah, it's a guy um, that um, his kid was killed by yep. s- in an accident or something, and there was he, th- he thought it wasn't fair, a fair trial, and he has uh, like a lot of, like, I don't know, thoughts? <laughs> thoughts. He has a lot of thoughts about it. Yeah, he does, yeah. He has quite a lot of thoughts Sorry, about it. Sorry, I was looking at the dog that was passing. So that's Jeff that he's always talking about. <laughs> Jeff is in a maze, basically. Yes. And the reason he is being challenged to a game is he has spent his life since his son died 
completely racked with like this desire for vengeance uh, at the expense of his family life. Yeah. He's um, neglecting his other child, which is his daughter. He's neglecting his marriage. He's just so racked about, he can't get over the fact that his son was killed. His son was killed in a, it was either a hit, I think it was drunk driving. It, was, it wasn't a hit and run, it was drunk driving. Was it? Yes, it was drunk driving. Oh. And the guy responsible got uh, five years in prison or something like that. And Jeff basically thinks, that's not fair. Five mm-hmm. years for my son's life, that's not that's not fair. Mm-hmm. And his game is going to take him face to face with the people that he feels are responsible mm-hmm. for this. Which includes a woman who a witness. was a witness but did not go to trial. Yeah. She fled. It includes a judge who gave out the very light sentence. Mm-hmm. And it includes the drunk driver himself. Yeah. Does it include anyone else? No, that's it. No, it does. Uh, yeah, I think it's just three people. Yeah. And um, what I was going to say, what the fuck was I going to say? I'm all over the place here. Uh, that's it. I don't know what else you want to see, say. Don't know. I was just, yeah, my <laughs> mind's gone. All right, so... Uh, well, he's played by Angus McFadden, who is Scottish. So let's just say that. He doesn't play Scottish in this film, but he is a Scottish actor. So, hey, hey, so. <laughs> <laughs> so his first challenge, so he's going through this trap, basically this, this game, and Jigsaw's watching him. And the first trap he comes across is this female who was a witness, but didn't go to trial. Mm-hmm. And Jigsaw has her in a fucking freezer like this meat packing like it's so cold yeah and it's a freezer. she's naked yeah and she's chained up and she's going to get sprayed with water yeah and uh, there's a key just behind like uh like, like i a think bar. just me being naked there i will be already dead yeah i think i think it'd be close to death if not already dead yeah like it's freezing and how long has she been there exactly. oh i know exactly what i was gonna say jigsaw knows a lot about a lot of people how does he know this stuff so know. you were interested in Saw 2 as to how does he put all this stuff together? He's not got the strength. How does he do it? And then the twist is revealed. Oh, Amanda helps him out. Mm-hmm. She's young. She's healthy. Whatever. But how does he know this stuff? Who knows? He is like God. He is God. He's, I mean, he's playing God, literally. But how? It, it's just, you're going to have to... Which You're going to just have to pick it. Like, take it with the... Google? Google what? <laughs> what year this is? Yeah. Were you asking exists. Google? No. <laughs> then it starts talking. This came out in 2006. Oh, so Google was a thing now. So <laughs> yeah, Google was Googling a thing. Things. Maybe. But could you just Google drunk driving accidents, get the name of the victim, and then yes, go? Yes, probably. If it's in the news. But the how newspaper. would he know? How would he know that Maybe there was he a went to the, tra- the trial. Maybe he went to the trial, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so she is getting frozen by this water in this freezer. And he's got to get the key to release her. Yeah. It's like, can you can you um, forgive her, basically? Uh-huh. You know, she was terrified or whatever. She fled for whatever personal reasons. Can you find it in yourself to forgive? So basically, his game is about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. He's going to come across these three people he thinks have wronged him and been responsible for the death of his son. Can you forgive them? Mm-hmm. And he fails this first challenge. Yeah. She dies. She freezes completely. <laughs> and he gets the key and... Um, yeah, I don't really know like what the point of that is because she's already dead. But he does free her body. Yeah, but it's just there already. Also, I, I don't know. That just looks like she's all covered in cum. 
And like it's so disgusting. <laughs> like a slime. Yeah, it's kind shit. of slimy. It's, it's it, not water. It's not water, right? So that's what I said to you. I said, what is that? And you're like, maybe it's like, is it like water in a process of freezing? But it, or is it some liquid that's probably colder than water? Yeah, it looks slimy. Which slimey. I think probably is. We also missed out the fact that a cop is killed. Do you remember that? We missed that scene. Detective Alison Carey, the one that's looking for oh, Eric yeah, Matthews, for, yeah, yeah. she is set in a trap and killed. And it's revealed who has been set in the trap is Amanda, not Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. And that there's no way for her to get out. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Ribs are it, torn open. Anyway. Oh, it uh, does matter. It does matter because this comes into play at the end. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, okay, poor so, girl, cover and come dies. Covered and come dies. <laughs> Second trap he comes across is the judge. Oh, oh, uh, right. <coughs> yeah. So this is the one I videoed and put on Instagram of you oh. and a good friend of mine and our, yours. Or we're like we know him. <laughs> Ali messaged me mm-hmm. and said, like, couldn't like I agree with Zella on that one. Like, I couldn't watch that trap. Like, it's fucking gross. <laughs> this one is so fucking gross without anything really happening to a person's body, oh. which I think is fucking phenomenal. Mm. and this is the one I thought you're going to walk out because one, you're not going to be able to watch I know you're not going to be able to watch the traps come and you basically turn away regardless, but the sound of this one is disgusting this is um, He's really Ella. Hannibal stuff it's very Hannibal, but also you're really bad with gross liquids oh, and uh, yeah like, and like gross. bits of food in the bottom Liqu- of the sink oh. oh, you freak the fuck oh, out yes, and smells and smells, yeah. Isella <laughs> claims everything smells terrible, basically. <laughs> well, yeah, mostly, yeah. So, you can't actually smell this because we don't have smell of vision. But then I feel so it. you feel it, you can oh, smell Oh, it. it's just so bad. So, this is the judge yes. that was responsible for the light sentence that the drunk driver got. He is chained to the bottom of a fucking massive barrel mm-hmm. by his neck. He's lying down flat and his neck is chained. He cannot stand up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's revealed, oh my god, we're in a fucking pig dispensing factory, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> and pigs are brought in on a, I don't know what you call it, like, they're, they're hooked in, basically, on a rotor above. Yeah. And they're dropped into blades, so they're mushed up. <laughs> rotten <laughs> pigs. <laughs> and they're covered in maggots as well. They're, um, yeah, completely liquidized, and then the liquid is thrown on top of him. So he's going to drown, basically, on pig guts. That's what will happen if Jeff does not save him in time. And it is, the liquid that comes out is this pinkish-brown color. It's called Chunky. (laughs) Oh, my God. I actually think you're going to vomit now. Oh, my God. And he has to get the key to release him, but the key is in a, a furnace. Yes. And... Uh, he needs to burn his kid's belongings to be able to get to this, open yeah. to, to then all the ashes will drop and the kiwi and the ash blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, and he obviously struggles with this. How is he going to give up his son to save this man? This man I think wronged me. How am I? How is he? He's fucking racking and all the while pig guts, pig guts, pig guts, pig guts, pig guts. Like it's so fucking. And you gross. can hear a. You can hear it. It's all chunky oh. and oh, it's so <laughs> gross. I'm not lying when I said I genuinely thought Zelda was going to walk out of the room. Ugh. And this is a trap where nothing is happening to a man's body. He is chained to a floor. That's it. We've seen people rip off skin. We've seen we've seen ribs being blown open. <laughs> we've seen uh, what else have we seen? We've seen people trying to cut out their eye but not being able to do it. 
All that this man is doing is lying on a floor. And yet it's somehow fucking horrendous. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I I just feel my my breakfast. I love this trap. I've got. A, I I, I, I think this is this is iconic alongside the reverse bear trap and the needle pit. It's just so gross. It is so in gross. another level. He does it though, Jeff. Well done, Jeff. He gives up his son's possessions, gets the key, and he gets the guy out. Yeah. Good guy, Jeff. He's able yes. to. He's moving on. Yes. And, you know, the movie's sort of cutting back and forth. We see Jigsaw uh, has a seizure at some point. You need to relieve pressure on his brain. Yeah, and Amanda start like, kind of um, getting jealous of the doctor because they're, like, kind of bonding and just like, oh, fuck you, bitch, and, like, threatening her. And then Jigsaw keeps reminding her, um, keeps remind Amanda, like, play the game, like, stay away like go out, wait, like go out, like don't be here. Like I need yeah, to be with just her. Like yeah. trying to control her, but Amanda's kind of like having, I don't know, like doubts or like I don't think it's doubts. It's it's jealousy. It's, it's just jealousy. It's je- right? It is jealousy, yes. But Jigsaw is pushing the buttons of jealousy. He's saying things that he knows will get her to react mm. in terms of how important uh, the well, doctor is to the game. She's like, she's not important. And he's like, she's more important than you think. And he, he keeps reminding Amanda of this woman is more important than you right now. And Amanda cannot handle it. Yeah. Um, because and, she sees Jigsaw, like the father that she well, made her mentor, yeah, or It's her mentor. So, yeah, like, Amanda, calm down. So this is why Amanda, I feel like I should love this. Uh, this is why I feel like I should love this film. I have said in the previous Saw episodes, I wish Saw kind of tackled more societal problems than just one guy's crimes. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think you're going to fix the problems and the ills of society, then challenge the people who deserve it. Yeah. And in this case, we are looking at a drunk driver who is um, leniently sentenced. Mm-hmm. Which is something that has happened before. I can imagine that people think certain people get away with things when they shouldn't. So the fact that Saw, uh, Jigsaw is challenging this sort of stuff, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I love the film as a whole. I don't think it comes together the way the story bounces back from Jeff's game to, to uh, Lynn's game. I don't know. I'm kind of not into it in the same way that I was with the first two films. Okay. Um, I think, however, if the franchise had finished here, I think we would have one of the great horror trilogies. I think all these films are good. I think it's just a classic case of diminishing returns. And I've loved Saw 1, loved Saw 2, and by this point I'm like, I like Saw 3, but I don't love it. Yeah. But if you'd ended here, I would say, well, what other horror trilogies... In fact, what other horror trilogies are there? Most horror series go on way past 3 which obviously happens in this case as well. But if you had ended it here, I think there is a good case for like it being as gross as it is and its reputation and whatever it becomes. I think these films are more intelligent, more fun, and uh, more, I don't know, impressive than we give them credit for, at least until this point in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So then we'll get to Jeff's final game. Jeff's final game is the drunk driver himself. And he is in a fucking huge trap, which, uh, I'll try and get the name of it. It's called The Rack. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this trap? No. 
So he's he's got his head. He's he's basically standing in a trap. Like uh, he looks like Michelangelo. What's that, that painting? Michelangelo's. It's, it's not like the Perfect Man or whatever. You know the guy that stands like this. Yeah, yeah. It's he looks like, like in that. A circle. He's in a circle. Yeah, exactly. Um, the perfect man. I don't know what it's called, right? <laughs> but uh, initially, apparently, this trap was supposed to be a man folded completely into a box. Uh-huh. But they were like, we, we cannot do that in any way. We don't have the budget to do it. We don't have the mechanics to do it. So instead, we're going to just have this thing that turns. It just twists. Yeah. It doesn't. It just twists and operates. Oh gosh! So his arms are chained out. Uh, I didn't see a lot of this one. Like, kind of almost as if he's on a crucifix. He's not, but almost like he is. His arms are out. His legs are down. And you did not see a lot of this. Yeah, this one. Basically, it starts to twist. Okay. So it'll twist his left arm first, and it's just going to rotate yeah, all I the way back yeah, okay. until his arm bursts, ah! basically. Then, boom, the right arm's going to go, and it's going to twist all the way back uh, until, boom, that bursts. Then his leg's going to twist completely So that around. happened? Yeah. Okay. Then it's one leg, then the other leg. And what the other guy needed to do? He needs to get a key. Uh-huh. But the key is attached to a shotgun. He needs to get a key to unlock him from this trap. Uh-huh. Same. It's always so he keys. gets a shot for him. If yeah, that's the thing. Will are you willing to take a shot? There is no way to get the key mm-hmm. without um the without being hurt. Without being okay. hurt yourself. Are you willing to inflict pain on yourself to save this man who you feel has ruined your entire life? Yes. Okay. That's the thing. It's kind of like a karma thing. Uh huh. Um. And he can't do it, and then the judge is with him, because he saved the judge in the last trap. Uh-huh. The judge is with him, and the judge is saying, like, you need to get this guy out. Like, you are you are able to stop this. If you don't do this, you are an accomplice to murder, basically, uh-huh. because you had the ability to stop it. Then he can't get the key, doesn't want to get the key, and the judge is like, fuck this, I'm going to get the key. Uh-huh. Gets the key, and as he lets go, the string snaps back. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you pulled the key down or the string snapped all the way, but it doesn't matter which way you got the key, the shotgun was always going to go off and it blows the judge's head wide open. Okay. Shoots him right in the face. Oh, God. So the judge dies. Mm-hmm. But now he's got the key. Yeah. The judge has died. Fuck him, but he's got the key. So now he's <laughs> got the key. And he starts to try and unlock the trap. But by this point, all the guy's limbs are twisted in every which way uh-huh. and his head is rotating. And uh, by that point, yeah, it's too late. His head rotates and his head is completely twisted around. Oh, God. Like the exorcist, but on a real person. <laughs> no. And that's the point I was making at the start. The effects on this are fucking gross, but they are tremendous. It looks like a man whose body is twisted in completely different directions. Uh. You should be able to award stuff like that because you're not saying, I approve of this film, or you're not saying, I think this film is class or whatever i'm just saying the makeup people the fucking visual effects people did what they needed to do did yeah, i watch like, that and think a man was being twisted around yeah, yes yeah definitely yeah like that's as was real, not able to watch. no it's like as real as you can get yeah exactly like you're never gonna see this disgusting stuff in the real life hopefully <laughs> yeah exactly uh, you're never gonna see this so, in real life quote look, hey, no, sorry brackets hopefully yeah <laughs> Like, look at this, what, how it looks. Exactly. You push those boundaries of the human body, uh, yeah, like, thickly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Horrible. He, that's it. His game is finished. Yes. And he is fine. And he is just like, well, what's next? <laughs> where does he walk into? 
Oh, to them. Into them in the hospital, the like hosp- the makeshift hospital they've made. He walks in on them, and it is revealed that do, 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 that Jeff I knew before. and Lynn are husband and wife. And I told you halfway yes. through that. So you have seen this before, or did you just predict? I that? just predicted. It's like, oh, this is because she's more important than you think. Yeah. Blah blah, blah whatever, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's gonna be the husband. Yeah. Like, because I've seen one and two. You know there's a twist. I know there has to be a twist. Right. But that's the thing. Two doubles down on a couple of twists. This one ups the ante again. And we go twist, 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 twist. Like, we fucking... The story keeps changing at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not getting one twist. We're not getting two twists. We're getting three or four. No, but I it mean... It becomes so operatic, which I kind of love, as silly as it gets. It's just like, I know there's going to be a twist about... Something. About, like, oh... The the first one is like, oh, Jigsaw was there all the time faking the yeah. blah, blah, and then whatever, if you actually will follow the rule, like whatever. Second one, oh, this was played before, there was a recording, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Why you didn't listen? The kid was next to you all the time. This, or, it has to be something like, he's not doing this just because, he's just a random guy. It has to be connected with this other scene mm-hmm. so I kind of expected that or like but did you expect the next twists that happened after this no I didn't expect that exactly so I also I realised just as you were talking there why I don't love this one quite as much I think this one doesn't and it's weird because it's written by, written by Lee Whannell who wrote Saw 1 co-wrote Saw 2 like Callum loves Lee Whannell I do love Lee Whannell I think he's great also um, Lee Whannell looks like someone in the office season 9 who one of the guys. He does I not thought. look like him. Yeah, he does. He doesn't. Look. Anyway, um, I'll show you a photo of Lee Whannell without glasses. He doesn't wear glasses that regularly, oh. and you will you won't see it. Anyway, um, I think for some reason he doesn't quite trust the audience in this one. I'm not sure why. This film has so many flashbacks that, that aren't necessary. Like we see the flashback to Amanda and Jigsaw setting up the trap from Saw 1, oh, where he's the yeah. body in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, give me this drug. It it lowers my heart rate and slows my breathing down. That's how he looks like a dead body. Yeah. But nobody cares anymore. Okay, you might have cared when you watched Saw 1. Like, how yeah, the I already fuck, forgot how that. How the fuck did he lie like that for two, three hours and nobody noticed he wasn't dead? Like, was he not breathing? What the fuck? But this is two movies later. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah. You surprised us. Well done. Move on. But the movie, it kind of it kind of wants you to be like, no, this is how we did it. And it's filling in these gaps that nobody cares about. Yeah. There's too right. much of that in this film. Yeah. So that's why I don't love it quite as much. But anyway, twist one, they're husband and wife. Yes. Yeah, as Isella says. Twist two is that the game the last was not one. for a Dr. Lynn. Mm-hmm. It was for Amanda. Mm-hmm. Jigsaw had found out that Amanda was setting up traps because he's too sick to do it now. He was passing the mantle on to her, but she was setting up traps that were unwinnable. Mm-hmm. He, uh, she set up the the chain trap with a bomb at the start. She set up the cop trap mm-hmm. with the, the ribs that explode. Yeah. And we know in both cases, they were unwinnable. The person was always guaranteed to die, which Jigsaw claims is murder and I detest murderers that's what he says even though it's like the second movie is like putting a gun to someone's head and forcing them to pull the trigger yeah. still murder that's another thing this movie kind of just backs off that yeah I guess it kind of has to because it needs Jigsaw to want to test Amanda so what's he testing her for well he has to think that her mode is different to his so 
we kind of have to forget the fact that he's kind of murdering people anyway as well. Anyway. Yeah, I know. Um, so the whole thing was he needed her to have this game that she would let someone win. So so Lynn saves Jigsaw. Yeah. The, the whole thing was, you have to keep me alive while this man completes his tasks. Complete the tasks. Jeff completes all the tasks. Jigsaw's still alive. Uh-huh. Let her go. Let Lynn go. Take the thing off her head with the shotgun. Yeah, but Amanda at this point is like, fuck no. Like, not she's a off. fucking bitch. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, Amanda. Exactly. And that's what the reveal is that Jigsaw was testing Amanda all along. It was like, if you want to take the mantle up from me, I need you to prove that you're going to follow the Jigsaw rules, basically. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to die. I need to know. And you have failed. This is you. You have failed. Yeah. You're not worthy. And they have a big fight, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, Jeff shoots Amanda, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Amanda is lying on the floor, dying. She's and that's where she, he explains the whole thing. That's right? where he explains it. And then uh, Jeff shoots Jigsaw. Uh, not quite, but yes. Kind of. Kind of, yes. I remember this as well. So the last test is that Jigsaw says to Jeff, I'm the one that's done this to you. These, these challenges you've just faced, these people you've just seen die, I am responsible for that. For putting you in that box, I done it. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to forgive me? Yeah, I forgive you. And he says, I forgive you, and then takes out a fucking saw, like a fucking rotor blade saw, and slices his neck. Yes. And then as he does it, we get the... And we're like, no, Because... Amanda never took the thing off Dr. Lynn's head so, and his heart rate's going down and he plays the tape as he yeah. dies. Jigsaw has a tape in his the, hand and he plays it. This was the last challenge. It was the last challenge. You were supposed to forgive me and there were things I never told you. And uh, yeah. he dies. The thing goes off on Lynn's head. Explodes. Boom. Her, she's dead. Wife is dead. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of responsible for his wife's death but he didn't know that. Oh my God, what's going on? And then it find that the last thing is I knew you had uh, neglected your wife and your daughter, but what I didn't tell you is I am the only one that knows where your daughter is. Mm-hmm. And it is revealed that Jigsaw has kidnapped Jeff's daughter as well. Yes. But we don't know where she is. And Jigsaw is now dead. So how is Jeff ever going <sighs> to find her? And he's just locked in this room with three dead bodies. What the fuck? And this is where I'm like, holy shit, I forgot this. That the end of Saw 3, the two villains are dead. Mm-hmm. How do we get more films in this franchise? Well, I actually know how we get more. But anyway. Is it before? Is it before? Saw 4 is at the same time as this one. Oh, okay. Saw 5, we'll get into it when we get into it. Because I can't quite remember, but I think I do. But Saw 4, I know for a fact, happens simultaneously with this one. Oh. Or, or maybe slightly before. But yes, it's that's how they get around it. It's like, oh, well... Jigsaw's dead, so we can't set it after. Let's set it okay, before, yeah. whatever. Um, but yes, that's kind of bold. But also, as they said, well, Jigsaw was dying in Saw 1. Mm-hmm. He was dying in Saw 2. We can't have him dying in Saw 3. I like, know. The audience like, is going to be like, for fuck's sake, he's, he's, he's terribly good brain cancer. He's almost dead. And we have three films in, he's still alive? What the fuck? And they're like, no, we, we kind of have to kill him. Yeah, that's what the kind of things like we're thinking about Prince Philip. Like, he's like, ah. Oh. Like, he's 99 and he's in the hospital. And, uh. His Ella just compared Prince Philip to Jigsaw, so <laughs> I think no, I'm just if saying we ever get famous, Twitter, we're getting sued. Twitter is just saying, like, he's been in air, uh, uh, airplane mode for, like, quite a while now, so it's the same as Jigsaw. He's been in airplane mode for quite a while. He's been on airplane mode. Yes, <laughs> so it's kind of the same. 
So that is how Saw 3 ends. It ends with, yes, there's a twist and yes, there's a teaser, which is like, I know where your daughter is, you don't, or you'll have to complete a game to get to your daughter or something like that, which sets up more story. But at the same time, Jigsaw is dead. Amanda, the one that was set up to take over, I think that's also bold because the easiest way to do it would be Jigsaw dies, Amanda takes over. Mm-hmm. That would be the easiest way. And this film goes, no, let's no, kill her as well. Let's kill everybody. Um, so, I, 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 again, it takes bold steps. I like that about this franchise. It's willing to, even when it gets silly and operatic, it's willing to do stuff where you go, wow, did not expect that. Yeah. So, that's Saw 3. Juegos Macabros 3. Juegos Macabros 3. Now, Hizela has protested in the last two episodes about this, so I'm not going to do what I did in the last two episodes, which was rank the traps. Yes. But I'm going to give you my top three. No, Can just give me, give me a favour and that's no, it. No, top three. I'm giving you there, top three. There's only like four traps in this one. You're going to give me your top three. There's actually more than four. Do anyway, you want to tell you how many traps are? Just give me one. Are? There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight traps in this movie. Okay. Three. Angel trap. Okay. Next. Which is the cop. Just next. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> it's Two. Not, nobody cares, but okay. The rack. Okay. The next. twisting guy. And number one. The pigs. It's got to be the pig rat. Okay. Got well to be. Okay. Well done, Callum. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, join us in two weeks' time for Saw 4, in which Zella will probably protest once again about how we're doing this franchise, but... We're doing it regardless. <laughs> yes, because he doesn't care about me. He just picked this franchise. And I'm like, I, no, how? Well, we had to do it at some point. If you're doing horror franchises, you got to do Saw at some point. Like, I cut my finger with paper and I'm crying. And he wants me to watch this. Well, I'm okay fake, with ghosts and vampires and ghost? creepy... Now I see it. Now I see it. What? <laughs> 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 oh. I hear it now. <laughs> So yeah, with vampires and creepy nuns, but yeah, no. Or I'm fine with serial killers and things. This is a serial killer. Yes, but I don't want to see the torture. You don't oh. want to see the torture. Uh, yes. But you've seen gorier things that, well, I don't know, maybe you haven't. Exactly. Or in a while. I'm in my 30s now. Like, I, I can't I think this is a good, process this is a good, things. a good example of things you could watch as a teenager and the idea of like, oh, I love this kind of cinema. I'm interested in this kind of cinema. Like, and then it's like, oh, my, uh, you get your viewing habits get more conservative as you get older. Maybe yeah. you care about, if you have kids, you care about your kids more. You don't want to see that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. But um, I am able to watch these films now, but I agree that I'm not able to stomach them quite yeah. as, which is why I'm glad we're doing it in the two-week gaps rather than weekly because of, fuck that, I would... Mental I would health. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, like for example, I remember telling you... But you uh, can't do roller courses in the same way anymore. Yeah, I Which know. is sad because so I love roller coasters. I, it's sad to me too. Like, I don't know why, but no, like I, the thing I was about to say is like, I remember, what, eight years, nine years ago, me telling you that I watched Martyrs like three times and I did. Martyrs is a great film. I don't know if I can see it again. It is a great film though. I know, but I don't know. I haven't seen it in years. Easily yeah. more than eight years. Easily. Yeah, same. I, I don't know if you show me that I will be able to cope, no, especially in this time, coronavirus, lockdowns and stuff. Like, I'm trying to avoid all this shit and you're putting me through all these Saw movies. It's well, quite whole- hard. I don't know if it's, 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 it's because also this is impacting in my life, all yeah. the situation. 
And if maybe I'll watch it in a regular, normal life routine, it will be fine. Yeah, I think that makes sense. It's quite hard. So I think try to watch Disney shit. If we get uh, out of lockdown in the ways that we are told or whatever, um, and spiral. Fingers crossed, if it is able to go to cinemas and we are able to see it at cinema with a crowd of people, I think regardless of the torture, you would be able to watch it and stomach it. I feel like these movies work in an audience where everybody's yeah. reacting at the gore the same way when people yes. are screaming and, and laughing. And that's and fun. Yeah. That's fun when you are like, <gasps> and then you're like, that's ah, why and these then movies you keep getting made because they're laugh. making shit tons of money. So why am I watching it here in our little room? Because we need <laughs> spirals coming out, so we need to so we need to see oh, spiral. This should be like a special edition Callum review and so. <laughs> special edition Callum reviews. Anyway, that's Saw three. Yeah, that's Saw three. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening. Gracias por escucharnos. Hasta la próxima. <laughs>